A stu stu Studio D production. I hit my ankle bone on oh, the little like rolly part I of the did chair that yesterday. Oh. Ah. Okay, I think we're okay. <laughs> I don't know why, but when you went ha, ah, I just wanted to sing ha, Savannah. Bada now you guys are being racist. Bada bang. <laughs> now you're being really racist. <laughs> I'm not Although, being racist. I, I just don't know. The I word. don't have my TikTok. Um, I saw a TikTok apparently. Sit down, I want to tell you a story. A really weird and messed up story. With murdering ghosts and gobbly ghouls. It's all really fucked up, so don't you be fooled. It's effed up family story time. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Effed Up Family Story Time. I'm Salem. And here today we have Jess. Hello. And Belle. Hey. How's everyone doing? Good. I'm all right. Yeah, a little smaller version of our uh -huh. normal podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a little Up nervous. Close and personal. I want to ask you guys some questions and then we can get into the story. So we talked about the inner Perception. monologue. And we, 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 what? Oh, just that there's people out there, right, that don't have an inner yeah, voice? Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. There are some people, like only 50% of people actually have a, an inner monologue. And I think that's fucking crazy. Yeah, because I wish that I would shut up. Like, you think that I talk I know, a lot out loud? You think I talk a lot out loud? Same. Um, I only filter. About I know. I know. When I found that out, sixty. I filter about sixty percent of what funny. I say. When I found that out, I was shocked. I was like, and I was sad. I was like, oh, I wish I didn't have an inner monologue. So, I mean, I like. I guess I've never felt like I didn't have an inner monologue, but it's not as incessant as it sounds like your guys's. Yeah, are. And people have varying levels of inner monologues, but there are some people that like have no. Because okay, I can be very introspective and I'm very self-aware and I do think things about things I've done mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But it's not. It does, and I don't it's think not, it, it's, it's not always I'd like. But then it's not there do, talking about happy things. I mean, I can watch a show or read a book or, you know. I don't, and I don't think it necessarily relates to your intelligence or your ability to deduct things or to, you know, learn right, or anything right, like right. that. Um, it's just how your brain processes. Okay, go. And then I have another question. Isn't it so weird <laughs> to think about how you think exactly yes. that's why i'm having like a total yeah, I'm, I'm like brain we should do person. just <laughs> we like, should do just the three of us more often wasn't there another question that you yes. had <laughs> so the next question do you see images do you mm -hmm. see images in your we head visualize about this things? before yes not everybody does i i don't think i do like i so I've I've actually thought about it and tried to imagine things and it feels more for me like I'm just thinking like it's I can't even it's explain. like you're kind of making it up. It's not like you're actually seeing it. I'm I'm saying I'm seeing it, but I don't actually see it's it. It's kind of like remembering stuff from when you're a little kid that people told you about. You think you remember it, but you're not really remembering it. You're just remembering what they've told you right. to well, remember. But my memories are kind of like that, too. I don't really, which is really weird. So I'll tell you this. I don't really see my memories. I remember them. Mm -hmm. But the weird thing is, is what I'm wearing and what people wear, wear is always what is 
is like the anchor in my memory, how really? I remember it. Like I have a memory of playing one of our concerts in the courtyard at Skyview, and that was the only time I was ever in that weird courtyard that it had. Oh, the one in the middle? That and was I, like, yeah. and, but I remember that because I was wearing my Hawaiian green shorts and a white tank top because it was some sort of end of school year thing. And my remember we when those sandals that had like the thick sole and then like the brown leather weave over your toes mm-hmm. and then a strap on the heel? Mm-hmm. And I was wearing those. Like, but that's what anchors that memory is what I was wearing. That's so funny because I never remember. But I what... don't see it. I don't see myself. See, I see Here's images. Here's what's really weird is that what I remember the most clearly in my memories, and I do visualize them. Like, I can see them. I can, like, visualize, like, imaginary things, you know, and I'm... I can. Part I'm of the reason I really like... not great at visualizing. The only thing I can't visualize is me from outside of my body. Yeah, like, no, I can't do Some that. meditations tell you to do that. No, no way I could do that. And I cannot do that, but I can visualize lots of stuff. When I remember and when I dream, it's always in third person. Weird. I always see myself. That was going to be another question. I never that I see had. it I from first never. person point of view. I sometimes dream in third person, but it's very rare. I usually dream first person. Yeah. Like I, no. I always dream third person. So, okay. So I, yeah. And I visualize things. I actually have what I think I might say is somewhat photographic memory. Cause like when I remember a phone number, like when I, from work, I actually have an image. If I'm yep. trying to remember a client's phone number, I will have the image of the phone number on the screen so from when I looked at I it. If I were training you, I would make sure I had a visual mm-hmm. Uh, component to it that you could anchor to what you're learning. Yeah, I definitely so you are very a visual, visual learner. But I have an um, inner monologue that won't shut the fuck up either. <laughs> Stop looking at things, maybe? I don't know. I don't know how to explain this. Okay, so my memories, the thing that I remember the most clearly is like the light, the way the lighting was. Weird. The sun, the angle, the shadows. That's weird because that affects your seizures too. Yes. And I think my seizures are somehow triggered. I don't know. I don't know. It's like if my memory will trigger a seizure, if the way that the lighting is will trigger a memory. Seizures in your sleep, Uh maybe in dreams, and it would anchor that dream in there. For a long time. For probably almost my whole life, honestly. You think so? Yeah, with my weird fucking night terrors. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you used to sleep with me a lot and stuff, and you never like had any kind of like, like shaking, uh, seizing when you were Maybe a kid. Not, but, but, and I never found evidence of you like biting your tongue yeah. or. But that doesn't. But mean I never anything. like really bit my tongue or well, until like, that gr- until yeah. I had the. They might have been very like petite. Well, you can have know. little ones, but who knows, but right? I definitely have been having them for a while, for sure. There yeah. was no um, sign when you were a kid that I saw to make us think we needed the to only take thing you I and get checked out. Was when you had that episode where you came out and you're like, I can't stop moving my eyes. I can't. I will never forget that. But I thought you were just being a fucking weirdo. She was so weird. Just being a weirdo. She was like that though. I would think she was having a seizure. I don't know. Probably was not. One more. I think just one more question. Can you hear music in your head? Yes, and it's like, so what fucking you, annoying sometimes. Like, what do you mean? Can you, like, actually hear actual music in your head? Or do you... Because some people can't hear music sometimes, in their head. Sometimes it's really I annoying because so. I'll hear parts that I know clearly. And then, like, when I had that Green Day song stuck in my head mm-hmm. because it was... 
the bass, I could hear it really. Yeah, I can hear. And then when he started to sing, all I could hear was. Yeah, I'm with Bell. That's mine too. Because and I will get and I will just hear. I will hear like a four bar thing repeated over and over. But I can like hear music like when I'm writing music. But I have to like go to work. I can hear the song I'm working on, and I can add parts to it, or I can come up. I can like totally like compose or hear different pieces of a composed song in my head not everybody can hear music in their head I do that too yeah. I can't translate that to actual yeah. music though it's like, hard it's hard like, but I do that too like I'm like oh this would be a fun song to do with the sisters and I'll start hearing what it sounds like and how we could turn it a cappella or something like that and I'm like I wish I could actually do this because this sounds amazing right now. <laughs> so I don't know what all of that means, but okay. there's just all of those different parts of the it, brain that some people can do and some people can't. I wonder what it means that I don't visualize things, but I can hear music. You would think that'd be a similar part of the brain. Well, most people, that is one thing that like people with ADHD can like have an inner monologue and visualize where most people it's like one or the other. I don't have either. You have an inner monologue. It's just not as nutsoid as ours. I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> that's all. That. It's I mean, not on steroids. That's all. I mean, I guess I've never considered it a monologue because it's like a sentence or two. It's not a yeah. whole soliloquy no, no, from just Hamlet. Inner, not monologue, I guess. Inner dialogue. Okay. Inner dialogue is a better I'm way introspective. To put it. You just you have a voice in your head that talks things out sometimes or men oh, or yeah. Yeah. you work through th- well, see, like, and I don't not everybody has that. And I and I jump from thing to thing, but they're always connected. And that's why I don't think it's the ADD, because like I can be here and Belle could say something and then I'll say something totally unrelated. But I guarantee that I made a stop, multiple stops along the way. And I could do like six degrees of separation with it all the time. And so, then I'm like, oh, being, being, oh, mm-hmm. this rates black mm-hmm. to being. Like, but it doesn't, <laughs> but it doesn't distract me or anything. Oh, like, well, chances are, if you had ADHD, you probably would be able to visualize as well. That's okay. like one of the things that like people with ADHD I often know can do both. Oh, Usually have know. both the inner dialogue and the ability to visualize or see images. And that's why I always got in trouble for daydreaming. A lot of people just have one or the other. I don't daydream very oh, often. The and then the whole thing with music, I think, has to do with something totally different. That like, I don't is the even only know. Hearing reason music I was idiot able savant. I don't to know. work at Old Navy. I feel that way sometimes. <laughs> but only... not about music. That's not my savant. No, it's about life. <laughs> anyway, sorry. The only reason I was able to work at Old Navy for longer than a day was because I would go to work and I would be able to disassociate and just daydream all day. <laughs> I don't daydream. Like, is that I'm weird? not much of a daydreamer myself. Okay. I would get in trouble so much. I mean, I don't daydream. I just talk in my head. I just talk to myself. I'm not really daydreaming. I'm just like, blah, 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 about my day or about what I'm going to do See, or I'm about that daydream. cherry wine recipe I'm working on or about whatever. I mean, I'll do and that so sometimes. And so when I, like, check out, I'm not daydreaming. I'm just talking to myself. I mean, and it's I, I did that. Sometimes one, sometimes I, the other. Sometimes both. Sh- Sometimes it's both. I do that, but everything I think about or imagine has to do with something real in my life. Like you said, like the wine you're making or whatever. It's like what I've got to clean when I get home. I don't, I've never daydreamed about a fantasy or anything like that that I I can remember. I think, I think I have a few times and it was usually sexual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. Story time. Well, this week, Jess is telling us the story. Woohoo! Okay. 
So, effed up family story time. We talk about a lot of weird things. Usually we talk about horrible people or weird people or supernatural unexplained things. But today, we're going to talk about weird nature. The ways that Mother Nature does just bizarre ass backward things like fungi that attacks brains that one's not in here but that is a thing yes so that fun guy (laughs) that goes to parties and attacks brains (laughs) he's the one who brings the ecstasy right i truly believe i truly believe that if utilized correctly mushrooms will save us well, the, I think that the psychotherapy uh, studies they're doing with LSD and other hallucinogenics are fascinating. Well, yeah, but I okay. There's this documentary, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's on Netflix, and I will look it up. Oh, I know which one you're talking it's about. It's fucking wild, and they were talking about how, like, because mm-hmm. the way that mushrooms like absorb toxins and stuff, like if we used them correctly. Oh yeah, they could like potentially reverse global warming in a way that like yeah. otherwise. Oh would well, not. it helps with mental health too. Well, yeah, it's like everything. <laughs> they're, uh, the world, they are a miracle. We have to use mushrooms. Miracle mushrooms. mushrooms will save well, us. Well, did you watch that Wormwood? Is that that where about the actual uh, MK Ultra thing oh, where no, they were experimenting I with LSD? Listen to a lot of stuff about MK Ultra. Lots of podcasts. Yeah. But anyway, we are not talking about. Drugs, oddly enough. Um, these are more things you go see. But anyway, so we're going to do this the fun way, though. <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys about a crazy weird thing, and you guys both have to guess why you think it's happening. What oh. has caused this okay. weird phenomena? Cool. The, the documentary is called Fantastic Bun Guy. Oh, I haven't watched that, but I've seen it come it's, up. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, it's super fascinating. It's I insane. They talk about, like... Saw it was about mushrooms and went, I don't want to watch that. They talk about, like, the mental health and stuff like you were talking about, but then they also, like, go in to talk about how integral they are in, like, the ecosystem okay. and how if we... Yeah, like, it's... It's crazy. I don't remember a lot it. because I was really stoned when I watched it, but my mind was blown. <laughs> so, first one we're going to talk about is the door to hell. Ooh. <laughs> so, imagine you're in Turkmenistan, which used to be part of the Soviet Union. So, it just gives people okay. who have a moderate knowledge of geography an area. So, it's cold. I didn't find it on a map, so, you Desolate, know. kind of, probably rocky. And there are various craters all around you. Okay. A mud crater. But one catches your eye because it's on fire. <gasps> like a volcano? Mm-hmm. So, so it's a crater, though. It is in the ground. It is not raised. It's like, okay. think of meteor crater, only that's not what made it. Um, <laughs> but, like, that's crater, so in the ground. And it has been burning, so I'm going to say since 1971, because I found a few sources that gave like three years because nobody really knows when it started, but then three sources that all just said 1971. So that's what I'm going with, guys. So it's would been, it have been Russia in 1971? It would have been. Okay. Um, or probably the USSR at that point. Right. It would have yeah. been the Soviet Union. So this crater has a 230-foot diameter and is 66 feet deep. In 2013, a man named George Korunis actually went to the bottom of this flaming crater. Um, and he wore a full suit, you know, a respirator, fireproof stuff, you know, all that, that goodness. 
Um, and he described it as a coliseum of fire. So it wasn't one big fire, but everywhere you looked, there were little fires everywhere. And he said it sounded like a jet engine in there. Also, the fire gave off no smoke. So it was a completely clean burning fire. Was it like a hole? Or just like like a a cavern? Like a divot. It's a crater. So imagine a meteor hits the earth and you know the crater you Uh get. You know, we've gone to the meteor in Arkansas multiple times. I don't remember that. Okay, well, it's imagine I took an ice cream scoop Uh and scooped out part of the ground Uh and the impression it would leave. That's what a crater is. So it's not like a hole. No, there's a bottom. Okay. I mean, it, it's insane. Okay. This it's, is wild. I it's can't not, wrap my brain I mean, it's it. like a weird curved hole, right? It's not a straight down hole like a well. But it's uh, not like there's a cave or anything underneath. No. That's kind of what I was picturing. And it has an end. It doesn't go to the... It just has a bottom. It's just a... Okay. So imagine being on the bottom of a curved... And there's fire all around. All around Little with no smoke. Inside or around it? In the crater. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. No, I get it. I get it. I I can see it now. Okay. I just was having a hard time. Okay. Fire shooting out of the ground in different places with no smoke. Yep. I mean, all around the crater, so that from a distance, it just looks like the whole this hole's, holes on fire. This okay. is like a, a ground. Full Even of smoke. from the top, you know, it just looks like a hole on fire. Okay. So like, he could walk between the individual fires, and I'm guessing. Well, he had the fireproof it didn't, stuff on. It didn't go that specific. Okay. But he described it as a coliseum of fire with little fires burning everywhere. Weird. Okay. So what do you guys think? I don't know. The um, devil? Is the cause of this the devil? It's the devil. <laughs> yes, that's what I think. Is it really the door to hell? I think that Russia's just really weird because isn't Russia <laughs> the same place where they had that like hole where they like lowered the microphone down and it was like you could hear screams screaming. or something like it sounded like screams from hell is yeah. what they said. I I don't know. I don't remember hearing anything about that ever. That's mom knows. But what I'm maybe it's about. this crater. What if they put a mic? I mean, the guy who went down there said it sounded like a jet a engine. Jet engine. Yeah, that's wild. I think it's some sort of a natural gas reservoir, and it's spouting. And then, like, there was a Russian that was like out, wanted to have a cigarette. And like is like I'm gonna sneak down here because I only have one, and then I know my buddy. I can't think of a Russian name. Olaf over there is gonna want to so- bum one, and I don't have another one, and so I'm gonna hide in this crater and smoke my cigarette. And he accidentally lit it on fire. That's what you, I think. You really couldn't think of any Russian names, could you? Because <laughs> Olaf, I think, is like is like Norwegian, Norwegian or something. Yeah. But whatever. You, he yeah. he was his friend Mikhail. Had, his, Mikhail. His friend has recently come to Russia uh, from Norway. <laughs> he, he was, and was always bumming cigarettes oh, off. Yeah, Mikhail bumming cigarettes. That's what I think. That's what I think. Right, <laughs> Bell. What's your guess? I think it's the devil. Okay. <laughs> Just the devil. I like it. So, the crater actually happened when the Soviet Union was drilling for th- in the oil field. So, this big area is a big oil field. Okay. Um, and it created the crater and it released a bunch of natural gases. Well, a few years later, because they were worried the natural gases were toxic and, you know, dangerous, they lit it on fire... To burn the gases like, off. Let's just burn it <laughs> off. <laughs> lit it up by themselves. But you would think that Mom a crater. Was like, I was close. <laughs> I mean, you would think a crater 
the gas, like that doesn't have an endless supply of gas. So I kind of get it, right? If we burn the gas off, it's a one-time dangerous thing, and then yeah, but we're it, done. it's actually just but, burning like the entire Earth's reservoir of natural <laughs> gas, apparently. <laughs> right. So it has been burning since 1971. It's still burning. Since it's still burning. Let's go see in, it. In 2022, the last information I found out about it, the current whoever of Turkmenistan um, is has introduced a plan or something to there are plans to, to extinguish fire. it, but mm-hmm. the, I couldn't find any details on what those plans were. Really, but it really, only took really till 2022. <laughs> like, couldn't they have just walked over and thrown some dirt on it? It only took like, like 51 years. <laughs> dirt puts out fire. Yeah, any kind of bulldoze it. Like, why don't they just fill the fucking Make crater, the crater in. a mountain? <laughs> I don't know. Make the crater I mean, a mountain. And why is it taking this long to decide to fill it in? Maybe it's in a very I- isolated you know, Maybe. area that nobody cared that much. I mean, but it's a big tourist they cared, trap. They cared it's enough <laughs> about the gases leaking to set them on fire. Also, though, Jesse. Also, <laughs> um, it's like I don't know. Let's light it on fire. Seems like a very Russian thing to say <laughs> in the seventies, right? Let's, oh, yeah, let's light it on fire. I can't. They probably did it with a cigarette. They probably flicked it in. See, I knew I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I won. <laughs> All right, so that's the door to hell. Bom, bom, bom. So we're going to go from fire to water now. All right. We mm. going to do all the elements? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> no. All right, so imagine you're standing on the banks of a beautiful river. You're surrounded by lush green. You can almost imagine fairies frolicking about. You think about having a swim in the stream, but then you remember the legend that says no one who has ever entered the stream has come out alive. Oh. You are at the Bolton Strid near Yorkshire, England. I don't really know England geography, but it's somewhere about there. So it's part of a longer river, a mere 30 meters north of this area. The river is clearly a river with Rapids flowing, you know, it's clearly a fast-moving river. Um, But in the Strand, it kind of has this peaceful feel. It narrows. Seems like a great place to take a dip. But while there are no actual numbers of people, like recorded numbers of how many people have died by going into the Bolton Strid, legend is that nobody has ever come out alive. Do they drown or well, or is there? Yeah, it doesn't specify, but drowning. Yeah. Drowning. Okay. So, what do you guys think? Why does everybody die in water this spirit. beautiful fairy place? The devil. Water devil. <laughs> I like water spirit. Mean water spirit. Jeez. A water devil. The nymph comes and lures you in. Like the um, nymphs are like. Um, what are the spirits? The naiads. Naiads. The ones that were in the sirens. Yeah, sirens. Kind of all similar. And they draw you in and they suck the life out of you. Okay. There's a monster that lives in the stream. Yeah, that's what I think right. it is. I think it's fairies. I think it's a, like a Loch Ness monster <clears throat> type. But like this is stream version. It's Mikhail. And it's a lot more to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and it offended the, offended the, the fairies. Nymph. Okay, so as I mentioned before, when you get to this part of the river, which oddly enough, I did not write down the name of the actual river that the Strid is part of. So sorry, guys. That's all right. 
Um, but it thins when you get to the Bolton Strid and travels through a series of boulders. Oddly enough, Salem des- describes something very scientific in the ways of the old folk who didn't know what science was. I want again! <laughs> So what happens as, you know, I mentioned 30 meters above, it's like this fast flowing river, like normal river, right? Rapids flowing horizontally all together. And then it narrows. And this weird uh, phenomenon happens that when it goes into that narrow flow, the narrow area, the flow actually changes to more of a vertical flow caused by the tight shaft that the natural rock creates. And what that does is it actually creates deep and power a deep and powerful current um, and has carved out areas beneath the shore, creating caves and naturally covered traps. So it just sucks you it down. It sucks you down in and it's you get stuck. The same kind of thing that can happen if you get thrown, like they say, when you're whitewater rafting, mm-hmm. like if your raft tips and shit and you can get caught or like even just if you fall out, you can get caught under a rock mm-hmm. and then the water just holds you there. The very first time That's Kyle cool. ever took me to the ocean, he was like, "Be careful of the riptides," and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" They, they, well, and, and he, like he was like, "It'll shoot you out sometimes, like a hundred miles away from shore." I'm like, "I'm not that good at swimming," and there's scary shit in the ocean. And uh, c- could you? Can you actually survive being shot a hundred miles through water? Well, it like, just takes you. Like the riptide will catch you, and then no matter how much you try to swim back to shore, it will just still slowly push you out. I don't think it necessarily shoots you, <gasps> but I'm it's so like scared. fast enough and strong enough that you can't escape right. it. And then you get far enough out, and you can't get back in. That's why they say swim parallel to the shore and right. try to angle yourself in as best you can until you can get past. Maybe the Kyle riptide. was just trying to really scare Bella. Well, but there's different the, kinds of shit in rivers like eddies and, and little oh, tide so pools crazy. and that. But, so but, this, but this vertical thing is similar to a riptide. It yeah, pulls, it you, pulls down you down and you can't fight against it. Like being it. stuck under the ice too. Then once you're mm-hmm. in the cavern, you can't find your way out even right? if you're not being because it's still somewhere. pulling. Yeah, crazy. I just, yeah, no, the elements, they're wild. <laughs> Those fucking fairies. It's just like... They're so Damn healing. Fairies. All of them. Every single one of them. So healing, but so terrifying. Oh, yeah. And it's, so destructive. Nature is definitely an it's example so of the dichotomy. Excuse me. Of the dichotomy of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the... Just like metal. Like you said, the healing and the beneficial things that we get from nature. And then just like the way that it can destroy everything in a mm-hmm. second. Yeah. Yeah. Nature... Has some pretty fucked up stuff. It See does. how this is still a story for the podcast, guys? Yeah, like no, the fun guy. Fucking crazy. I'm still stuck on the fun guy. Have you guys watched The Last of Us? No. no. So it's similar to, you know, the fungus that will, like, usually it, it goes to ants, but it'll also attack bees and other insects. But it, like, goes to, it goes into their brain and then makes the insect behave in a certain way that benefits the fungus. And it's kind of like taking that to where if like fungus can mutate and then they infect humans. Alien fungi. Yeah. Or just mutated fungi. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But then they, but then it's more like zombies. It's kind of like a zombie show. <laughs> it's just funguses. It's just not a virus. It's, it's a just, fungus. It's a funguses. 
All right, because I can't say fungi anymore. I don't want to. I mean, I do want to watch it. Pedro Pascal's in it, right? Yeah, I'm it's actually really him. good. I would recommend it. I've but you have been to have in HBO. love with him since Narcos. Is the only I reason think... I watched The Mandalorian, and everybody's just now starting to get it. <laughs> I know. I agree. Now that you say that, I think I finally recognize the actor that popped up for the Merge Mansions ad before the Green Day song we were waiting to listen oh, to is today. It him? I'm like, God, that guy looks familiar. And as soon as you said Last of Us, I was like, is that the guy who was in that? Like, how did they get him to be in a merge? How does Merge Mansions, a phone (laughs) app game, have enough money to pay him to be in their ad? I had to delete all of the apps from my phone that had, like, the upgrading options because I would just spend all of my money because I have no impulse control as part of my executive no, functioning disorder. Oh, so you're saying because of that that's how they pay for him? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true actually. Alright, the next place. Make sure you're bundled up because it's cold. We're climbing the sides of Mount Erebus in Antarctica. Ooh. Mm. Good thing I have my police blanket up here in the studio. (laughs) As you're climbing, you notice these tall columns of ice rising into the air. At first, you you think they must just be snow and ice buildup. But then you notice what looks like smoke coming from the top of these columns. Is someone living underground and burning a fire? What do you think's happening, guys? Weird. Uh, ice devil. The devil! <laughs> what do you guys think? What do you guys think? I think it's um, something, it's like the same way when it's like really, really cold outside and there's like ice on the asphalt and the ice is like steaming. And the, so you don't think it's smoke, you think it's steam. I think it's steam. It just looks yeah. like smoke looks because like it's smoke. so fucking cold. And then what would create like, the ice shaft would be like it's melting the snow on the inside where the steam's blowing up. And on the outside, the condensation is freezing as it falls back to the earth. Like a geyser. Maybe that's Ooh, a, geyser. a geyser. They're hot springs. Geysers. Look at you guys going scientific instead of superstitious. I like it. It's a nice devil. I like it. All right. So this phenomena is called fumaroles or snow chimneys. Ooh, it's snow chimney. Similar to what you guys were talking about. So there are ice caves below the surface of this area. Tons of ice caves. And many of them are completely dark, have no light whatsoever. So the only thing that lives there are these little microorganisms. And the only way that they survive is by chemical reactions. So they get their energy from chemical reactions with the rocks. And they need no other life form to survive. So then these chemical reactions are creating gases. And as they escape up through the surface, they will actually freeze creating this tower and it'll build taller and taller and then it'll but also part of that will escape and turn to steam so as it's so as it's freezing this gas just like think about anything it's creating this steam as it goes up so the chimneys aren't chimney out of water they're out of a different chemical out of these other and gases. They, and they freeze when That's it, crazy. And then I'm sure, because it's Antarctica, as it snows, it like 
builds up and stuff yeah. on them, but that contains how- some water. Yeah, but that's interesting. I um had a manager who took like a sabbatical or whatever and went to go climb like Mount Kilimanjaro and like made it to the top and said that sleeping overnight at the top was the most miserable night of her life. I bet. Well, because like once you got up that high, it was like so, so hot during the day and then so freezing cold. And she had said that she was like bundled up in her little like, you know, three sleeping bags, whatever, and was like up all night, up all night just watching her breath turned to ice in front of her and fall back down on her face. I would have laid on my side. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. That's crazy, though. That's horrible. That's got to be really crazy. Mount Kilimanjaro, great food, but no atmosphere. I think so. I don't know. I think it was that one. It was like a crazy big one. Did you get it? Because the reason it's so hot and cold is there's no atmosphere because yeah, no, they're get so it. high. I get it. I but it. I'm sure that there's no food either. <laughs> <laughs> they bring their own. Okay. All the people that die. I mean, up otherwise there could be they food. would starve on the way down. <laughs> Donner party food. Well, maybe, maybe later we'll talk about a big scary mountain and it'll be Ooh, wild. But wild. let's take a break. Let's take a break. Use the ladies' room. Go! Chevys, thanks for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying this show so far. While we were on our break, I just wanted to shout out how you could get a hold of us. You could email us at ffsthepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ffsthepodcast if you wanted to shout us out to your friends. We're on Facebook, EFFED Up Storytime. Thanks for listening. We love you, Chevys. And uh, let's get back to the the effed up story yeah i can and i don't want to so anyway so i think it's time to get back to the story i was just gonna do that oh i'm sorry go ahead no it's okay (laughs) do it sam always does my thunder no just kidding i'm teasing do it but i was gonna say speaking of bell's magic fingers let's talk about the sailing stone i will work that in I'm sorry I spoke no, over it. No, put the whole thing in and then do, let them hear our argument. And, and then, then you went back ri- to a ridiculous <laughs> go behind. Okay, sailing okay. stones. Sailing stones. All right, so you're standing in Death Valley Park, California. You see a huge, flat stretch of land with cracked, dry earth. You notice rocks scattered across the ground that seem to have grooves in the dirt trailing behind them. You take a picture. You go back the next day, and the rocks are in different places. What happened? Hooligans. Youths. The devil! Um, (laughs) Sea devil. (laughs) The desert devil. I think that there are trolls that live underneath the ground (laughs) that have magnets, and there's... And the rocks Say are magnetic. Say that again without me talking underneath, so you can leave it at. I just thought of the dirt devil, and it made me laugh. So. <laughs> the dirt devil. I think that's great. Um, no, I think there's trolls that live under the ground um, that have magnets, oh. and the rocks are magnet, like made of a metal that would be magnetite. You know what I'm trying to say? Would be attracted to a magnet, so they have like iron in them. Yeah, and and they, they run and back they and forth. run back and forth, <laughs> moving the rocks around. I'm not sure why yet. <laughs> It's their their um, mating ritual. Their mating ritual. <laughs> That's what it is. Yes. 
if you um, if you collide rocks, then you're destined to be together forever. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Like marbles. <laughs> it's like a weird game of marbles. Sorry, I should play D. We're still gonna play off of each other. That's your next this, campaign. This collaborative storytelling. This is how I am with The Sims. Everything with The Sims. I'm always like a weird, long, <laughs> introspective. I love it because I do that too. And every time I share it with Chris or now Evie, they're all just like, "You're weird." I know, right? Because I like to as I'm driving and stuff, and I see people. Like, I wonder about them. Like, yeah. that person's walking really fast. I wonder why they're walking really fast. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And Evie's like, maybe they just watch fast, walk fast. And she always tells me, maybe they just walk fast. You're so judgy. Because they're like, gay. I am not judging them. I'm just wondering. being imaginative. She it? thinks I'm just like, ju- or criticizing. Yeah. She thinks every time I do something like that, I'm criticizing because you're her mother. I'm like, I didn't say that them walking fast was bad or weird. Just I was like, just like, what's their motivation? Right? Like, what's their backstory? Yeah. What are they thinking? There's this like really funny trope, like stereotype in the gay community that like everybody walks so fast. And like in a Trixie Mattel video that I was watching, she goes, everybody, all the gays, like all the gays walk so fast because every time they walk anywhere, they're singing Toxic by Britney Spears in their head. And it's like, oh. do I can't <laughs> I thinking, I was thinking it was evolution and more self-preservation because as history has shown us, Unfortunately, you gotta be gay quick people and you gotta get be harassed. Yeah, like you got to get where you're Unfortunately. going. Unfortunately, it's kind of like being a woman. But I do like everybody is seeing toxic at all times. <laughs> that is good. Head. I like that. I, Every I time am. I see a woman walking fast, I'm like, oh, she's just afraid somebody's gonna come at her, so she's just trying to get home. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. so Salem thinks it's trolls and mating trolls. I'm sticking my youths. Youths, do you think people go out there and just? Move? I think that they just There's... fuck around. I mean, okay. if it's in the middle of nowhere, what else are you gonna do? Meth. But how do you get there if it's in the middle of nowhere? Who lives there? You drive. So they're on meth and they drive to Death Valley yes. and move rocks? Absolutely. That okay. sounds like something that people on meth would do, right? Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> it's the youths on meth. The youths. Okay, All so right, what is it? this has been something that has been widely theorized since the early 1900s. This has been happening. Oh, you didn't tell and me that. Well, <laughs> youths in the early 1900s. Whatever meth was in the early 1900s, <laughs> laudanum, morphine. Oh wait, that puts them to sleep though. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they had meth back then or coke. They, or they just drank coke, a drink a Coca Cola. They, they only had depressants back then. So yeah, they just drink it a was Coca-Cola. that. It was Valium, that. Yeah. No, it was that all-in-one cure-all medicine. They drank some of that, and then they were like, "Let's go move some rocks in the you desert." You mean <laughs> pathy snake oil? Yeah, they like took their horses out. <laughs> Ride the That's horse. <laughs> I'm so high on this pappies, I'm gonna move some rocks and people will go. People who never come here because it's early 1900s and why would people fucking come here are gonna go, how did those rocks move? <laughs> All right, you guys ready? <laughs> yes. yes. Um, so again, this has been happening or at least noticed since the early 1900s um, and there have been a ton of theories thrown out there which I'm not gonna share. Um, it wasn't until 2013 into 2014 that technology allowed uh, researchers to set up cameras and actually put GPS trackers in, in many of the stones that are out there to figure out what's happening. 
And what they discovered is that the stones seem to move. So one thing I found, this is a contradictory thing, and I think maybe this was just the theory that turned out not to be true, was like they only move once every three years. But then the official, like, we put GPS and time-lapse cameras and everything out there, um, says that they move in the winter time. So they actually captured oh. several different times where the rocks were moving between December and January 2013 into 2014. So through that, they were able to learn that in winter, overnight, because, you know, it's desert, right? Death Valley's a desert for any listeners who don't know what Death Valley is. Death Valley is a desert, um, and so it's hot in the day, cold at night, right? Uh-huh. And in wintertime, it's really, really fucking cold at night in the desert. And overnight, large ice sheets will freeze and form. So these are large sheets that are about a few, that are just a few millimeters thick. And they'll form overnight. Then, you know, it's the desert. So as it becomes sunny in the morning, they begin to break up and break into smaller chunks. And those are actually driven by a light wind. (laughs) And they shove the rocks at up to five meters a minute, which equates to about 0.2 miles per hour. So very slowly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so that's where they get the deep grooves because it's moving very slowly across the top of the the, the, uh, dirt. And they're weird though, because some. Why, why? I don't know why. I'm laughing. I'm just still thinking about the fucking trolls. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because the way the winds come through there, there are times like you'll see tracks behind rocks that like are going in one direction and then make a right angle to follow the rocks. So it's just crazy how that ice is being pushed by the wind and and then pushing the rocks on with it. So That's cool. So it's kind of because Death Valley was in underwater millennia ago. Yeah. You know, so it's basically just a big old dried up lake that gets mm-hmm. a frozen layer of water on it overnight in the winter and then it breaks up and it plays with rocks. That's, that's cool. cool. <laughs> fun that's nature. Fun. Not trolls. Sorry, guys. Damn it. I will tell you, this is the whole reason I did this, because I'm like, I can't wait to hear what (laughs) crazy theories they have, because I knew you guys would be good, except Belle and her youth i do like the, or, no, i, I do just like meant the your meth- devil the devil oh water devil well, you, dirt you devil. started it you were like what is it satan and so i had to go i had to yeah. continue that theme. okay it's my fault everything everything moving forward has been with that theme are you guys ready for the last weird thing nature does that yeah. i have for you today it's not the last weird thing nature does i just want everybody to know <laughs> that for, that's just it. the one i have for today all right so Ancient Italy, you're minding your own business when you feel the ground rumble. You look outside, and you see smoke and fire peeking out of the top of Mount Vesuvius. It seems the gods are angry. As you watch the smoke and fire grow, lightning flashes in the volcanic column. Loud, bright, aggressive bolts appear amidst the smoke and lava. What could have angered the gods so much that they would send fire from the earth and lightning from above as punishment? So we're talking about dirty thunderstorms, which don't Google that because it's a weird, gross thing on Urban (laughs) Dictionary as well. Just gross. 
dirty thunderstorms or volcanic lightning. What causes it? Yep. Zeus. Lightning devil. The devil. I was hoping someone would say Zeus. That's why I made it into an ancient Roman story. Um, it's the gods. They've been angered. It's got to be some sort of like the heat and then the way that it like reacts with the cold because that's what creates lightning, right? That is correct, sort of, what creates regular lightning. Yeah. I think that it has to do with uh, particles. Like there's there's um, minerals that are thrown up into the cloud that um, are like magnetized or something that cause the lightning once again i love how you guys have gone back and forth so last <laughs> one was crazy folklore theory from salem and now you guys are scientific again i love it i know everything's been well i went with zeus but <clears throat> but then you changed your answer i so. did i assumed zeus was you know just kind of a uh the devil sarcastic <laughs> i can't f- thing to i can't yeah. think of the word i want but everybody knows what i'm thinking lightning right? devil yeah. lightning devil Everything's the devil. We've had the ice devil, the water devil, the regular devil, the reg- fire devil, and now and then the dirt, the devil. dirt devil. The dirt devil. Hey, I told all the and elements. The lightning devil. Wait, look, all the elements: fire, uh-huh. water, uh-huh. air blowing around the stones. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And a, earth isn't... with the stones too. Ice. Yeah. And now we have lightning. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm just a veritable source of weird shit today. Magic fingers. (laughs) Yay. Magic fingers. Okay. So what do you get? So we have hot meeting cold creating lightning as a theory and then particles being magnetized creating lightning as a theory. Not far off. So volcanic lightning is actually when fragments of volcanic ash, sometimes ice because... So ice is usually present in regular lightning in the sky, right? And it creates this kind of static charge, um, and which creates the lightning. Um, that happens in volcanoes and can have ice, but it can happen in volcanoes without ice as well. So that's what makes it different kind of than standard lightning. So like a, a fragment of volcanic ash collides uh, with other material, um, maybe another piece of volcanic ash, And it creates this static electricity in the volcanic plume, which then sends off a bolt of lightning. Um, That's crazy. That's got to be so scary. The first recorded incident, this is why we were in Italy, was actually by Pliny the Younger um, in 79 AD when Mount Vesuvius erupted where? Anybody? Pompeii. Pompeii. Um and he described it as the most intense darkness rendered more appalling by the fitful gleam of torches at intervals obscured by the transient blaze of lightning. Very poetic. It's got to be terrifying i would think so now that happens in older volcanoes the one that it happens most often from what i found is actually oh i'm gonna forget the name mount sakurajimo in in japan has lots of volcanic lightning which is what i will call it from now on even though it said dirty lightning on the first science things i found lightning yes (laughs) or dirty thunderstorms that is but just guys why why do we take scientific things and make them gross why do we take everything and make it gross? I mean, 
And what's the line? Like, I don't Here's mind a little gross, but like <laughs> when we take it to just like disgusting, take it why? to new levels. The thing yeah. is, is that it's always been gross. Everybody's always been gross. That's it's true. just that now with the internet, it's a lot more in your face. <laughs> I know, and that's what I say about a lot of things. But like, I hesitate to think that anybody in Victorian era London would have come up with something like what I saw as dirty lightning. I'm on sure Urban that Dictionary. people were doing it. They probably didn't have a name for it. Do you and want me really, to tell really you what it is? Ashamed. Because it involves gross things no, and pooping. But I can imagine. Yeah, I, I imagined that it involved pooping. It's very specific. I'm sure. Here's the thing: people have done that shit since the beginning of time. It's just that people used to be ashamed about it and kept this secret and you didn't have the internet where you could anonymously talk about what you were doing i get what you're saying to a point but i think there was a a line that was reached where people decided they were going to take it even farther and i would say this definition of dirty thunderstorm takes it farther so i agree we were all gross but i think since the advent of internet it's gotten worse it's gotten worse and we are worse of that is a joke. I feel like the amount of people, like, there's people who are into anything. There's people who have been to anything since the beginning of time. But the statistical amount of the people that are into that kind of stuff is very small. In but it's enough of, of a joke that it made it to its own definition in Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary just is a joke. I know, but I'm just saying enough people talk about it. Anyway. That was a is that is that your stories and that's volcanic Yay. lightning. Nice, good stories. I liked them, Jess. Thanks. With some good fun, fun interactive. That's what I'm trying to say. Like fun interactive conversation, and I liked it. That's what I do. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, are you ready for my not PP corner name to be determined? Yes. Yes. I am. <laughs> Bell's. The PP corner. Nope. So my positive thing today is uh, something I discovered on the goodnewsnetwork.org. And there's actually this guy called Rob Bresney who puts out a weekly horoscope that he calls his free will and inspired weekly horoscope. Nice. So he, it not only gets posted to the Good News Network, but there are several different places you can find it. Um, but what I like about it is what do you guys, when you guys read your horoscope, like how does it usually go? What kind of things does it say? I don't read my horoscope much anymore. I just look for memes on the internet. Well, usually and it's, it's like, like, oh, Leo is this kind of dog. And I'm like, I agree. But you're talking about like a weekly horoscope. Mm-hmm. So it's going to tell you what the week's going to be like. I don't know. I mean, I don't really read my horoscope either. I like follow it's like a, a planetary like, thing where it tells you like, oh, the planets this week are going to be like this. So this is the energy. Is, yeah. And here's what is good to focus on and, okay. you know, that kind of thing. I mean, when you read a lot of horoscopes, it'll say things like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. So be prepared for a shitstorm of a month kind of thing. Right. A lot of times yeah. they start no, off right. with that negative, at least in my experience. Right. So make sure you're aggressive or whatever advice they give you yeah what i liked about this one is i read three or four of them and it none of it was negative it was just like hmm, this is kind of what's happening and this is where you could get the biggest win so i liked it it's very positive it's not like this is going to be bad so make sure you do this it's just like this is what you should focus on this yeah. month i follow a lot of um 
like astrologers on Instagram that are like that. That's like, here's where it is. And like, it sounds really scary. Like all these planets in retrograde or whatever, but they explain like a lot of that isn't inherently a bad thing. It just like pulls back the, the cover on the kind of underlying mm-hmm. issues that are already present in your life. Well, and what that are, if you approached in a way you would yeah. be able to overcome kind of thing. Well, and one thing I like about this is that he doesn't even talk about where the planets are. So I'm going to read you our horoscopes. That's what I wanted to do. And then if people want to hear their own or read their own, they can go find this on the goodnewsnetwork.org, the free will. And I love that name because when I read a horoscope and it's like, oh, I'm just going to stick with Mercury's in retrograde because it's the only thing I can think of. And your life is doomed or whatever in flowery words. Like, I don't feel like I have a choice in how my week's going to go. Yeah. It's like it's dictating it for you. This is the free will horoscope, which I love. Okay, so Leo, this covers both Belle and I. Yeah. The best. There are no unsacred places, wrote Leo poet Wendell Berry. There are only sacred places and desecrated places, poet Allen Ginsberg agreed. Holy, 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 he wrote. Holy the solitudes of skyscrapers and pavements. Holy the cafeteria. Holy the mysterious rivers of tears under the streets. Holy the sea. Holy the desert. Holy the railroad. Not all of them are all quotey like that at the beginning, but Leo's (laughs) is this week. With Barry's and Ginsburg's prompts as your inspiration, and and in accordance with current astrological imperatives, I invite you to invigorate your relationship with sacredness. If nothing is sacred for you, do what it takes to find and commune with sacred things, places, animals, humans, and phenomena. If you are already a lover of sacred wonders, give them extra love and care. To expand your thinking and tenderize your mood, give your adoration to these related themes. Consecration, sublimity, veneration, devotion, reverence, awe, and splendor. So I just liked, like, he threw in a referation, like, and current astrological things, yeah, but don't focus on that. It was really more focused on, here's what I invite you to do this week. Connect with something sacred. That's cool. I liked it. resonated really good. (laughs) Like, I just really, it all felt positive to me, Mm -hmm. and that's what I loved about it. Because it didn't talk about anything bad that's going to happen to me or what I'm going to be unlucky in. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, which are common themes in horoscopes. Yeah. But it it gave me a direction almost. Like, you know, and I think this could be very helpful for maybe people who are trying to find their way through whatever. Because it's like, what am I going to do? Well, this week... I'm going to focus on sacredness or whatever. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Nice. You want to hear yours say? Yeah. All right, Libra. How might your life come into clearer focus when you uncover secrets that inspire your initiative and ingenuity? What happens when resources that had been inaccessible become available for your enjoyment and use? How will you respond if neglected truths spring into view and point the way towards improvements in your job situation? I suspect you will soon be able to tell me stories about all this good stuff. P.S. Don't waste time feeling doubtful about whether the magic is real. Just welcome it and make it work for you. Okay. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) We got Belle, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm just not sure exactly what the meaning of it is. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
I think it's more of like, I read it as, what are you doing when you see opportunities presented to you? So, So I read like, it says, when you uncover secrets that inspire you, right? So, So something's presented to you. When you have access to resources you didn't have before. Oh, okay. Um, And it does specifically mention your job with respond if neglected truths spring into view and point the way towards improvements in your job situation, whatever that means. But I think it's more of like, I see this as these, I read it as opportunities coming up and what are you doing with them? Yeah. Okay. And he says like, I think you're going to be able to tell me some stories soon, but don't feel doubtful whether it's all real or not, just go with it. Yeah. Okay. That's how I read it. But yeah, I'm not I a agree. spiritual guru. Or no, I, I get it. Yeah. I think sometimes when you're listening to it being read and it's like that flowery, it's I, I don't know. Goodnewsnetwork.org and you can read it for yourself, folks. Yeah. Everybody look up their inspirational horoscope. I want to read Kyle's after this. <laughs> what is Kyle? Capricorn. Read it. Yeah. Read, read one more. What's the best way to be fulfilled? Hard work and discipline? Or are we most likely to flourish if we indulge only moderately in life's sweet pleasures and mostly focus on the difficult tasks that build our skills and clout? Or is it more accurate to say that 90% of success is just showing up, being patient and persistent as we carry out the small day-to-day sacrifices and devotions that incrementally make us indispensable? Mythologist Joseph Campbell, oh my God, sorry, I'm like, you know who Joseph Campbell is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I just was surprised he referenced him. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, Described a third variation to follow your bliss. Oh, my God. It's making me think of dad because he used to tell me that. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we find out what activities give us the greatest joy and install those activities at the center of our lives. As a Capricorn, you are naturally skilled at the first two approaches. In the coming months, I encourage you to increase your proficiency in the third. I have been telling Kyle this <laughs> since we started living together. <laughs> I mean, unless you're Salem, this horoscope's gold, right? Yeah. No, I think I it's good. I can see how it resonated with you. I want to tell a quick story. Okay. Because Kyle had told me that he was texting his best friend. And he tried to type in yikes because he sent him like a stupid meme or article or something. And his phone autocorrected it to yoif. What the fuck is yoif? So yikes isn't a word, but yoif is. And I decided that yoif is the word of 2023. It's the new yikes. What does it mean? What is yoif? Yoif. Yoif. (laughs) I don't think she looked it up. It sounds like a Jewish exclamation like oi. You know what I mean? Yoif. I don't think it's actually a word. I'm playing this uh, word game on my phone, and I have never discovered more words that I don't think are real words in my life. And it's always the last one on a level, so I can't click on it and read the definition. What does it mean? Yoif from the Urban Dictionary, an exclamation of savagery or dank. Dankness, also known as a big slushy of iconic words like yeet, oof, or boy. Yeah, ex- that's exactly what I thought it would mean. It's just kind of like yoif. Let <laughs> me go. That's so stupid. Why would his? Why doesn't his phone know the word yikes? <laughs> Kyle's autocorrect is like on something oh all God. the time. It's my, horrible. Mine is weird. It's sometimes like so. Too. He's always so pissed at his autocorrect. 
Do you remember when Kelly's phone auto-corrected Matt to Matt Damon every All time she time. sent a message? That yes. was cr- and she was just wet with it. She's like, done. <laughs> a term uttered when one witnesses something which cannot be unseen. Yeah, it's already a word. Oh, and oh. I just... Uh, but Kyle yikes! Why did we need me. a new word? Yikes means the same fucking thing. What's really fun is that Kyle said it <laughs> that to was me. really high pitched. Sorry, guys. And without <laughs> even having to look it up, I just instinctively knew <laughs> what it meant. I like. It's that just the that kind of energy. It's just used, like yeah. Yoif. I like that the Urban Dictionary used the word dankness to yes. <laughs> in the definition of yoif. Savagery now or I dankness. Have, now I have to go look up dankness and make sure it means what I think it means. Because now I, I'm not sure. It's I, all. It's all just words. It's all like, just words. I've never equated savagery and dankness together. Though. Me either. That's I where. That's either. where I'm getting confused I've about. Do I know dankness what dankness means? Is that words like yeet and yikes and yoif are all about energy? All right, hippie. Should you go back to the 1960s now? It's vibe nah. time. So read your horoscope. It's uplifting to me, guys. Yeah, thanks, Jess, for sharing that with us. Hooray. I guess it's What time. a good story. And yeah, I'm it good was stories. Fun. It was fun. Thanks. Just wanted to do something different. I hope the trolls all fall in love. Me I too. I hope they do too. And have many rock babies. Do you think when the trolls mate... And their rocks meet, it breaks them into rock babies that go with their babies. So I now their babies are carrying around those rocks with magnets and they grow with. Oh, I'm sorry. I was I'm picturing done. a full, like, 101 Dalmatian situation where their rocks, like, collide and then their eyes meet dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> I love and that's it. That's why I was chuckling to myself. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that was fun. That's a good image to leave our listeners with, too. So. Thanks, Shemmies. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah. I guess that's it. I guess we're out. Hit us up. Email us. Rate us. Comment. Just just show us in some way you know we exist, guys. Follow. Just like that's all I'm asking for. Yeah. Our Shemmies. Find our Patreon. It's out there somewhere.